is up, everybody, and welcome to the Deja View Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Mitchell, and we have, as well, Travis Mejia here. We're back, you MFers. We're back <laughs> uh, f- from a long hiatus. We're talking about TV. Travis, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm honestly shocked and impressed you were able to get the intro down the first time. I, I was struggling. I was <laughs> There's so many people that I know and so many podcasts that I do. And you would think that you would be able to get the one that's uniquely named down because it's the only not super cast whatever Right. This is not. This is part of your parent. This is a cousin of your other podcast, but it's not named. It doesn't have the same last name. No. We should probably do that for all of them. Maybe the films cast me something else. Though that's actually kind of unique in a weird way. Yeah, I think you that, keep super yeah. films. Maybe change change super. But super games it's, it's is still on topic. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. No. I just leave those and maybe put super deja vu podcast in. Okay. We're not yeah. renaming it the Super TV Cast podcast. Super Television Cast 64. <laughs> That's a new podcast name. Write that down. Make sure you don't forget it. I won't. But yes, we are back after months of months of waiting in between <laughs> episodes uh, six, uh, 6 and 7 of mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. We do sort of apologize for the long hiatus. I'm not apologizing for shit. Travis. I'm, I'm sort Cancel of apologizing. Culture. I'm not I am, apologizing. I'm gonna I'm gonna send send out a tentative apology to all of the the DJP ones, DJVP ones, mm-hmm. uh, DJ the, Ringenberg P ones. Yeah, DJ Ringenberg. I don't think he has any P ones. I don't know. He is a full timer now. He might have a couple out there. Gathered a fan it. or two over the week. You know how how uh, popular those midday ticker jobs yeah. are. You're either, uh, you know, you can be a, you can be a Julie, you could. or you can be a DJ. Yeah, or you can be a Sean and end up with the, the lead ticker job. You can. You can. Or you could be TC and not <clears throat> work for the ticket at all. No, <laughs> all are great no. options. All are really. TC's great living options. his best life right now. He really is. Uh, I, uh, the reason for my absence on the on the pod. Was I had a little child, a little baby boy child. Whoa! Yeah, and so we've been we've been taking care of that for like six months, uh, and then the laziness set in about month three, and that's kind of uh-huh. where wh- what happened. If you're if you're wondering why there was a weird pause in the middle of a season, a very important season of our podcast, that's why. Uh, my reasoning was because I got pretty much more hours on the job that was considered my part-time job uh more hours were given to me promised to me travis promised promised. and so i quit my full-time job at the ticket uh as the overnight board op so many life changes on the deja vu podcast i am no longer a full-time board op i now my name is under the uh part-time category and the birthdays you're no longer no longer full-time by cumulus media or anybody i have no health insurance don't get too sick buddy yeah i kind of almost did oh no um yeah so that's that's the news for me and yeah so uh now things the death dust has kind of settled 
and uh, just let's, let's you know want to get back on doing this, back yeah, doing the podcast for sure. And I think we're still gonna try and deliver on the promises that we made at the beginning of the year to give you guys some some fun pack episodes. Uh, we were just discussing some options on that the other day, so I think we're still gonna do that. But today we're gonna be covering episodes seven, eight, and nine in uh, season two. Uh, like I said, the last thing we covered was uh, the Jesse with the kid. Yeah, the uh, Spooge and his uh, his untimely d- demise. The, the, the skank. Yes, yeah, Spooge and skank, uh, and their their very cute little son that was very sweet to to Jesse, uh, is where we left off. But I I feel like these are some pretty iconic episodes. The first two are definitely two that come to mind for me anyway. Of when like you're thinking of Breaking Bad, you're thinking of specific episodes. Uh, Seven opens up the cold open with the New Mexican style band, uh, with like the story of Walt and the Eisenberg, I guess. And then episode eight is the intro of Saul Goodman, which is obviously uh, turns into something much bigger as he gets his own television show. And there's a couple of notes from this one that actually bleed into Better Call Saul, which I believe you've seen more than I have. I've got those notes. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was wondering a few things. Yeah, so that's I, good. Well, we can. I think I have the exact names that are connected here in my notes somewhere. I know Ignacio is one, and Lado, yeah. I think Lazo or something like that. Uh, I haven't seen all of Better Call Saul, uh, so I'm a little behind. There. I haven't seen the latest season. And uh, glad to hear Bob's doing a little bit better than yeah. a few weeks we ago. Had, uh, Bob Onikirk had a scare. While we were away, and uh, yes, I don't really get too cons. I mean, I get concerned. Like, I, there are you know actors, directors, celebrities I like. I don't want them to die. I don't want anyone to die. That would be bad. It would, be. but like, I don't necessarily get like worried, you know. But I was a little worried. You're worried for I Bob. I was a bit worried for Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, no, he's you know? a he's a national treasure, and we need him along as, as long as he'll possibly stay with us. He needs to get three of the Barracudas <laughs> for. Uh, I think you should leave fans. Uh, and then the ninth episode... Triple on the Barracudas. <laughs> okay. The have ni- you seen that show? I have not seen that show. Is that okay. uh, Mr. Show? Uh, no, no, no. It's from I Think You Should Leave, season oh, two. No, He's I have like not. in a skit. I'm not. Please check uh, Please check with me before the podcast if you're going to do any sick references. So I don't. Okay, that was a pretty sick reference. I think a lot of people laughed at that. I'm sure that a lot there of are... Got it. Yeah, there are listeners with their lighters up right now. Yeah. I, I'm just not one of them. That's the okay. thing. That's the thing. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's clear our references before the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then episode nine, uh, like the stories don't necessarily mesh completely, but I feel like it has a very Pine Barren feel. Like two dudes. And, and it's a very... Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, just two dudes like stuck in a landscape mostly of their own doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like I said, the stories sort of diverge past that, but I think the overall. I mean, it's also theme... a very Breaking Bad episode where it's... Jesse does something. Walt yells at him. Walt has to figure out how to get out of this with science. Yeah, no, There's we a big def- science experiment at the end. Big MacGyver Walt vibe going yeah. on there at the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's uh, let's swing back over to episode seven, Negro y Azul, which is, uh, I believe, the name of the song that the the band sings at the beginning. Is that Black and Blue? Blue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you look it up, buddy? Why don't you ask? Go why on why, why didn't Google.com. You 
Yeah, what is Google.com? What is hold on, I have translate here. Let's use the translate function. Okay. Let's do uh oh, probably should get off English here. Let's do Spanish. Do you think it'll make a difference if it's Spain Spanish? Let's see. It's not Spain. Well, it's not Spain, but surely it's the same the same word. Uh, yeah, black and uh, yellow. Azul is not yellow, is blue. it? Blue. Blue. No, it's blue. blue. Yeah, azul yeah. is blue. Azul and blue. Yeah, black and blue. See? There you go. See? You're learning I know today. a little bit of Spanish from the four years of Spanish I had taken college. Dude, uh, uh, I took way more Spanish than that. <laughs> I took f- two years in middle school, four years in high school, and... I mean, yeah three years in college and i still am not very i don't know any of it no i I can like i can like decipher a little bit what people are saying but i'm not very good not very good are you better than hank yeah definitely better than hank a lot better than hank for sure let's get into this episode let's do it so do you want to start with uh uh walt trying to get in in touch with jesse and jesse's kind of going through a little bit of a a tough period here he is and, um, you know, it's weird coming back to the show after a while because I'm just starting to get annoyed with Walt. He's being a dick. He is always a being dick. Being a dick. Yeah. And maybe it's just because I just got off watching BoJack Horseman, six seasons of BoJack Horseman, which does star Aaron Paul. Yeah. And Aaron Paul is like, take all the, like, whimsical and and fun parts of jesse and that's his character in that show i almost feel like jesse is the cartoon version and uh the bojack character is like a todd is like a normal person you know what i mean yeah and they're kind of similar like there there was a part in and this is very just like just because i watched the show but there's like a part in the third episode we're going to talk about where he starts Making ideas like we got to build a robot that was very Todd. Yeah, that was you know? very Todd. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that was that was kind of fun. Uh, mm. I, I think Jesse is like the the sad version of Todd. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I definitely yeah. get that. Yeah, he's the he's the version of Todd that is not like a puppy and is already beaten right. down by by the world. Right. <clears throat> But so uh, Walt can't get in touch with Jesse and his he finally does. But Jesse's just sort of sitting in the house smoking weed. So it's up to uh, it's up to Walter to make the next, uh, I guess, drug deal go down the next transfer of meth to drug dealers. So Walt goes to meet Badger. So I of the three, I really like Skinny P. I think he's just. He has just such a funny cadence to everything he says. Yeah. Like, just some kind of, like, nervousness. It's just real funny, you know? Yeah, no, he he's he's the most immersive character of the the three yeah. drug dealers, I feel. Because, yeah, I think he's the, the best one. And Walt learns from the, from the boys on the streets that Jesse is... Uh, Jesse's got some cred now, because everybody thinks he's the one that killed Spooge. And not only that, but he can't be ID'd because the person that killed him is uh, a crack a crackhead that nobody or a meth head that nobody's gonna actually believe. And the kid can't talk, so he's in the clear there. But now he's got this really sweet uh, street cred. And Walter for a while, yeah, for a, for a, for a minute, uh, Walter, being the opportunist that he is, 
finds that this is a great time to expand their territory. And mm-hmm. he, he explains it to uh he he explains it to Jesse later as like corner of the market, raise the prices, extend your extend like your a reach. capitalist. Yeah, exactly. A real capitalist. Exactly. It gives us a nice econ one oh one lesson in the in this episode. And I liked uh Jesse's Jesse's uh re- his response was like it's like nachos. <laughs> Layered like I didn't nacho. catch that. Yeah, I know. There's a nice nacho reference in there. Uh, let's see here. So, he, really, that's that's most of Walt's business in this episode. We have a lot of a lot of Hank and a lot of uh, a lot of Skyler to discuss, and then of course we have Jesse and Jane. But that's really the extent of Walt's Walt's episode here. I just I just got so annoyed with him. Like he's banging on the door. I need to come. It reminds me of someone else that I won't mention. Just like the just the I'm the most important person here, and I don't know. It's I I don't think Walt was it watching the show, I I, I feel like Walt's just not very likable. No, he's you know? not. So like there not, is like the... from the beginning he was never likable. Like no. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's just I'm in a different place in my life or, or if this was always the case, but I just have very little sympathy for him. We've talked about it a lot that, uh, I, I'm kind of of the mind that this is always the way Walt was like the, how he interacts with people and like the cancer sort of gave him license to, to really be who he is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, take the next step on a lot of the things that he's, thought about over the years but i mean you're starting to see him like become more and more detached from that former you know former walter white there's the uh, the scene with the with the kid in the high school which of course he had i think this is the episode where his cell phone is up in the top of the yeah in the middle of class in the ceiling in the middle of class and then he talks to that kid later who's just trying to get him to let him skate by on a test or something and you know, like he's, I guess he's cussing at students now. Don't do you bullsh- think he would have said that? Like, do, you, do you think he would have given in at the, before all this happened, yes. Walter? Yes, I do. I think he, he would, would given the kid a, a C. Yeah, he would have just, if anything, it would have been out of just laziness of just like let's mm. get this get this over with. But I think now, and we see that in the upcoming episodes where he's looking for opportunities to assert dominance. Yeah. And any time that he, I mean, he, right here, he, he, you know, we were just talking about him exp- deciding to expand the territory, given the first opportunity, even though they can't, they, they can't maintain anything they've ever had. No, mm. nothing has ever been maintained with this crew, but yet he thinks we're going to just expand our territory out. And it's all about asserting his dominance and asserting his power. Uh, you know, I, cause like, who does he really think Jesse is? Right, like he, 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 it's it's so strange because like he, on one hand he acts like Jesse's this idiot imbecile can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Jesse is like his key to the the underground of of meth cooking, and and he's we need him because he knows the business. It's like, I mean, that's all manipulation, right? Like yeah, he's yeah, using him as a means to an end. Like he definitely, I, I mean, he definitely cares about Jesse versus you know. Uh, Badger or Skinny Pete or whatever, but but like yeah, I think he he does. I mean, definitely as we get you know we get through 
upcoming seasons and upcoming episodes where he does a lot of defending Jesse. I mean, Jesse. he does save him. Yeah, he Many does. times. And, I mean, so we, we're not going to talk about this episode today, but when, uh, when uh, Gus is introduced, Gus doesn't want to do business with Walt based on Jesse. Uh, now, is it because... Is it because Jesse is a a loose cannon, and if he's not in the business, why would he not say anything to the police? Or if he gets caught doing something dumb, wouldn't he have leverage with the cops to be like, hey, I know who Heisenberg is, it's this guy. For sure. So he kind of needs him there. Yeah, no, and he's, you know, keep your, uh, keep the things that can bring you down the easiest, closest to you. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But he's also saved him from being killed. Right, he's also extremely useful. Like, he's, yeah, he's his useful idiot. And he's his useful idiot. It's another power thing, I guess, too, is he has the power and the dominance over Jesse, and he's also, he he works with what, what Walt I just feel so bad for Jesse. Yeah, I know. He's definitely the most sympathetic character on the show, and after you've seen the show a few times, and you really, Mm. like, like we're just talking about, like, you just, you you know what's happening, and you know that, uh, that Walt's screwing everybody, screwing Jesse over in so many different ways, and ruining his life, uh, in so many different ways. And ruining his own life in so many different ways. Walt is a is a huge He's just a dick and a kind of a fuck up, to be honest. Yeah. And like and it's not in this in the Tony Soprano way. Because I think Tony Soprano, you could Tony had like, I'm, his I'm, I'm not saying I'm not, at, I'm not at all saying that Walter White is a bad character. Yeah, he's a great character. Duh. Yeah, Brian Cranston is incredible. He's a bad person. It's a great show. But I think like Tony Soprano, we would talk about an episode of The Sopranos, I feel like, and we would talk about how much of a shitty human being Tony Soprano is. But, like, the next day, I'd be like, yeah, Tony Soprano's pretty cool. Because, you know? like, he was shitty as a businessman. Like, I mean, sh- like, bad. But he like, was also, yeah. He was a great businessman, but he was a shitty person as a businessman. But, like, in... Like, I, I think... Maybe we just had more insight into the way Tony, like, felt about things. Yeah. Too. Or just yeah. that insight was a lot more humanistic, whereas Walt is a lot more like a robot, where it's very calculating and. See, uh, I actually I think it's because Tony Soprano, he he there was no mistake of who he was. No, he was never hiding really. No, uh, and also the fact that a lot of the, his stuff was very much of a psychopath or a sociopath. Where sure. Walter White probably is a sociopath, but I think. I think Walter White is trying to hide that and trying to be coy about that. Whereas Tony Soprano kind of just, and also I think, I think Walter White is also very elitist, you know? Yeah, no, Where, he, he doesn't, yeah. uh, he, he definitely believes that he is better than everybody. I think we've Which talked Tony about Which Tony thinks that too, but in a different just a sort of way. Different. Yeah. A different sort of way. Yeah. I think but, it's just how they go about their business. For sure. I think, I think Tony Soprano is that more that kind of cool, collected. You know, you never see him really freak out, whereas that's all Walter does. Yeah, no, Walter is in a constant state of manic distress always. Right, right. And that's, I mean, that's the nature of this show, too. It's just mm-hmm. it being that wheels off. Uh, let's see here. Let's, let's, let's move on to Hank. What do you say? As he, yeah. he heads out to El Paso 
and is being big timed from people in El Paso. Now I don't know. I don't. That's know. closer to the border it's, than Albuquerque. Yeah, but there's also like, I'm just saying. I I don't. I think. Th- I think this is an inaccuracy. I don't think that it, people in El Paso look down on Albuquerque. Albuquerque. And you're very close to the border. They are, but that's that's the deal though. That's more dangerous. They're dealing with like some dangerous shit. I guess, but they're acting like it's a th- it's a three to four hour drive between yeah, the two. Yeah, okay, but look, look, listen to what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, El Paso is the 93rd largest media market in America. Albuquerque is the 46th. It is doubly as populated, doubly as big, and uh, they're acting as if he came from like bumfuck nowhere my argument is if you're looking for you know the drug cartel and you you're in chicago versus you're right on the border it doesn't matter how big the city is you're closer to the action if you're on the border i suppose so they're bullying him because he doesn't have direct cartel uh experience but like they're the DEA. They don't just deal with cartels. Like they deal with all manner of drugs and all manner of drug incidents. And a larger city would theoretically still have a lot more going on. Theoretically. Like but I they, think where there's more almost, crime, I mean like if they were to come to Albuquerque, I feel like the people in Albuquerque could bully them because all you do is deal with the cartel. You don't have to deal with these street urchins, these tweakers, weakling. It just seemed like a weird, like when you, when you take a step, when I took a step back and looked at El Paso giving Albuquerque a hard time for anything. It just seemed weird. I just, I just think that doesn't matter though. Cause I think it's proximity to where the, the action is. Maybe you're right. I mean, I, I get it, and I think it's just kind of showing that he's out of his element because, like, he, all no, that's definitely there, what it's there for. Yeah, to, to, I mean, this whole episode is sort of a, about bonds, you know, rekindling mm-hmm. old bonds, finding new ones, and uh, trying to fit in. You know, yeah, like, like he does not fit in there. Everyone there knows Spanish. He doesn't know any Spanish. They um, definitely hate his jokes. Which they don't, I, yeah, they don't care for his jokes. We all hate his jokes, so no, know. they're terrible. But he's like our, he's like our dumb drunk uncle, you know. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he, he says he's... horrible jokes, but we love him. And then uh, he even gets disrespected by uh, Tortuga, Danny Trejo, in, in yeah. this episode. And he he uh, should have just been quiet there. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that was uh, that was an. That's step. their protocol. Yeah, it's like it's their protocol. They got Danny Trejo was great. I, he's I, awesome. I forgot how quickly this freaking, all happened. I thought yeah. he was in like two episodes. Yeah, no, he's... yeah. Technically, he isn't. He's in uh, barely ten minutes of an episode. <laughs> yeah, barely ten minutes. Um, yeah. My so, uh, my new TV got every single wrinkle and scar on Danny Trejo's face in pure 4K resolution. That's great. I uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed him shopping at a Sky Mall. Yeah, that's pretty great. Because Sky Mall was super dope in 2009. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's still doing as well as it was, but I I used to really love Sky Mall. <laughs> I don't think I ever did Sky Mall. Really? Yeah. Sky Mall was like uh it was like uh what was uh what was that stupid store in the 
in the mall where you could see all the futuristic electronics and stuff. And oh, like uh, smarter, simple, smarter image, something image. It's a, something image. Yeah, something image. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just one of those. Yeah, oh, sort cool. of kind of gadgets and yeah, gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, gadgets and gizmos. Okay. is pretty much what it was. Pretty awesome. Let's go to sharper image. Soon. Sharper image. Go. There you go. Sharper image. Yeah, you nailed it on the head. Yeah. Uh, so Hank, uh, Hank is sort of, okay. So we, we, he met with Danny Trejo and then they're in the desert, I guess, waiting on a meetup with Danny Trejo, with a Tortuga, I suppose is his name in the show. Tortuga. And, and they're, they're still, they're still hating on Hank pretty good as they back up and have their own Spanish, uh, conversation in Spanish. But Hank spots, uh, sp- spots something crawling across the ground. It looks like Tortuga. We should tortoise his head on and like I totally, I, I totally forgot about the EMD. Maybe I didn't, because I'm like, yeah, that's a bomb. But <laughs> but I think I totally forgot. But then I re- remember that yeah, it was a bomb. Because yeah, that was they're pretty dumb to go up to that thing and fuck around with it, you right? Know? And start poking at it, and and it says hello, you know, DEA. Like, like that's they're, a- they're they would have should have been smarter. They really you know, should have. Uh, yeah. Hank does complete, I think, the third regurgitation of this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Skyler, I believe, threw up earlier in the episode. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Hank throws up. Walt throws up. And Jesse complains of tummy issues in this episode. A lot, mm. a lot of tummy issues going on. Tum tum. And but it does save it does save save Hank from getting his leg blown off like the bullies. So that's good. Yeah. Hank's pretty fun. He's definitely has anxiety. Oh yeah, horrible anxiety. He's having big time panic attacks. Yeah, he has another. He has like the start of another one in. Uh, I think it's the next episode. Okay, and he's like he has survivor's guilt too now. You know. Oh yeah, of, yeah. That would be. I cannot. I cannot even imagine an explosion happening that close to me. Just cannot even fathom what it would be like. It, it, it was like it was like a mini uh, a mini um, D Day. Yeah, you know, a little bit. Just everyone's yeah, especially you when you're guys like and the DEA. Lost leg. Yeah, you're the DEA, and like that's just not really something. I don't think they deal with war zone type stuff very often. They're on the border, maybe. Well, now he's dealing, now he's dealing with uh, with war zone type stuff. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. So the message, and then uh, let's see here. So I think I think we're at at Skylar's little tiny portion of this episode. She's getting her job back at the. I didn't realize plant. this was so early. Yeah. No. They they just kind of slow play the whole Ted and mm-hmm. Skylar thing, and apparently he's an ass grabber. That gets mentioned. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Before Hashtag, me too. Yeah. 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 A little pants DJ. Mister. Uh, what would I write? Uh, Mister Grabby Hands. Mister Grabby Hands. Uh, Saul has a, a bit of a pants DJ vibe in the next episode too. Yeah. Which is weird because it's funny how they kind of play it in the show because like Francesca, Francesca, like she's like, he's like very polite and cordial to her. It's mm-hmm. not like a weird thing in the show, but I guess that's just the, uh, the fall of the guy is he becomes this asshole, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Becomes this bad guy. Yeah. And Obviously, Walt isn't super thrilled about her going back to work because we don't. I think when we and he, uh, let's see, I think it's the third, yeah, the third episode, we get more of an idea of when Skylar is actually going to pop this kid out. 
Uh-huh. But up until now, we really haven't gotten a firm timeline on how pregnant, how cooked that baby is. Uh, so, like, it's weird for her to be going back to work now. Even, I mean, it makes sense given their finances and stuff, but it I, he's obviously not thrilled that she's going back to work with the ass grabber. Right. And she and definitely is not like, married anymore. No, not married anymore. And he and like she's already like sort of piquing the interest. Like that's why she's there. This is her old job. She knows he was interested because she goes into uh, interview for the entry level data entry position and ends up with her old job. She, she knows. Office. She yeah, knows she she's going to get that old job. She knows what she's doing. She manipulates right. him in another in uh, the second or third episode later just to get him to hang out a little bit longer so she knows what she's doing and then uh sort of rounding things out for jesse as he runs into jane is this uh, don't think it's the first time we've met jane but this might be our no, first no, this like, is not the first time we because yeah. he got the when he got the place he met her that's right that's right they they, they connect over uh they, I, I like this little relationship and it just sucks how it ends you yeah know? she's sort of uh, Jane as a character is a little bland, especially in the beginning of just kind of being, right. you know, just a character, whatever. She's uh, she's a the hot goth girl. Yeah, she is that, definitely you know. a hot goth girl. Yeah, and uh, he they they connect over some art, and uh, he invites her in to check out the new big screen TV. Have you have you done this with your neighbor yet? Uh not my neighbor. No. Oh, really? Okay. I don't really talk to my. You know, weird thing though. I got some packages recently, or I ordered some stuff, and I and uh, I walk up to my door, and the the package is open. Ooh. It was like a bag. The package is open. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I look, and then I look up, and I see there's a note on my. There's like a little like thing that holds like a in my apartment complex. You can like if there's like a flyer, they can put it in there. Mm-hmm. And it was a note from my downstairs neighbor saying, "Hey, I am so sorry. I opened this." So they put it <laughs> on my door. And I opened it not thinking, not knowing. And it was like, oh, cool. They sent, that was a nice note. I probably should write a note. Hey, no big deal. Thanks. Yeah, no big no NVD. NVD, bro. NBD, yeah, it was a nice little note. Yeah, and but they I've have not a... actually met my neighbors and invite them over. So well, you should deal. invite them in and see if you can hold I, hands. I would invite you. You're my neighbor. In my, I in world, live like... In the world. I live like an hour and ten minutes away from You're you. You're my neighbor in my state. You live in another town. I just think all the towns are like neighborhoods. Texas Texas geography is difficult to fathom. I will right. I will give you that. One uh, big neighborhood. Yeah. Well, they do have a nice little moment as the television's not working, but they kind of little play a little fingery. They, you know, well, they don't play fingery. That sounded worse than it actually. That does sound like worse. they held hands and right. twiddled their fingers together. Watching the blue screen. Yeah, yeah. As it acquired satellite satellite channels. This is what what year is this? Two thousand nine, right? Yeah, about about then, yeah. Somewhere in there. It's definitely not a 4K TV. No, he does not have the same setup as you. It might be a plasma, though. Yeah, he does say the blacks are blacker. The blacks are blacker. Just like HDR, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got any other notes on that one before we get into better? Uh, Yeah, the motorcycle guy recognizes him, and so she knows that he's not really Jesse Jesse Jackson. He's Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, yeah. And he does admit that to her. Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. care what you do as long as you don't do it here. Yeah, he's he's not he's not incredibly good at keeping secrets from his landlord. No, but I think she doesn't care. She likes him. 
which is a bad move on her part. If you want to talk about like people's lives getting like ruined by Walt by extension, I think she's a pretty, uh, I mean, obviously he lets her die later, but, uh, she could get, get wrapped into this because she's in recovery. And if Jesse's not cooking meth with, with Walt, maybe she doesn't fall back into the drugs. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. If Jesse did not, she would still be alive. Actually, let's, we could probably just transition into the next episode and talk about them again because they kind of have this little flirtatious uh, relationship. Well, they're sleeping going. together now, right? Oh, they're definitely sleeping together now. Uh, they sleep together at least twice in this next episode. <laughs> As uh, let's see, they hook up and after he gets his, uh, they hook up and the next morning is when she tells him about her recovery and being eighteen right. months sober. And then I think that the end of the episode is when he had ordered a mattress and they just kind of push that guy over and break it Banged in. Banged it. Yep. Banging it on This out. is called Better Call Saul. This, this episode. is called Better Call Saul. Which is a TV show now it starring is. Saul Goodman. It is. and we already Solving t- crimes. And we touched on the two big names. Lalo and Ignacio are uh, better okay. call, big Better Call Saul references, apparently, is what I hear. That's cool that they, because you know some some when a lot of times when they do prequels they'll kind of skip over things like that. But that's cool that that is referenced. Yeah, no, they definitely used some of that to like as the set, which is great, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, hoping for some of that same stuff in many Saints of Newark. <clears throat> All right, so we have uh, the Better Call Saul or the the Saul Goodman intro. I think you know I think one of the issues that I do have with with Breaking Bad is that some of the characters, while interesting, uh, a lot of the most memorable characters aren't, like, unique in and of themselves. They're sort of, you know, I mean, we've talked about their presentation of meth heads, and we've talked about, like, uh, uh, shit, what was, the, what was the big bad last season that they killed off in the first episode? Uh, Tuco. Tuco. Yeah, being sort of a just derivative of drug dealer, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Saul is such an amazing and great character that didn't, like, they he didn't even have to be as good as he is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it could have just been... A uh, dirty lawyer, or you know, even a similar version of what what he is, and I, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of that is born out of Odenkirk, but yeah, this is such an he's such an amazing and perfect character for this show. I, I think a lot of that is Bob Odenkirk, um, because yeah, I, I think played by, and I think that's that goes to the casting. I think same with Aaron Paul. Yeah, yeah, I think Jesse. <laughs> I don't think that character could work. I, I think if there was another actor, it could work. But I don't think, uh, you know, I think it works because of Aaron Paul. Yeah, you I don't think, you don't think James yeah. Vanderbeek could have pulled that one off if it was... No, uh, but I, I think even, like, on the flip side, I don't think if you got even more stonery guy, I don't think that really works. I think there's just something about Aaron Paul that fits that character so well, you know? I'm trying Same to now. With, now you've got me thinking of like anybody that I think could play could have played that character at some point in their career. Maybe like uh, James Franco, maybe could have pulled it off. I don't know if he could have. Boy, I don't know. I think he kind of could have. Maybe, maybe. 
That was a good um, argument we just had. Yeah, good argument. That was <laughs> really a good. Heated one. That was our Bobby Bacala. Is he an ass or is he an idiot argument that yeah. we had to stop down the show? <laughs> and I had to, uh, I, we had to calm each other down because we're at each other's throats <laughs> on if a fictional character is kind of stupid or not. So that was, that was up to the part of that one. I don't know if he can. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I don't know. All yeah, right. Never know. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, when I, when I first saw, I guess, I I don't know if I first liked Saul at first. Because I thought he was that kind of generic, sleazy lawyer character. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, um, by the time you get to the, uh, the, uh, the kidnapping scene in the desert, I feel like that diverges pretty quickly from, yeah. Cause he's, he's clearly manipulating them right there of just like kind of guiding them in the direction. That's going to get him not in that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty. And I, I think also, I think learning more about, so like first swatch, is this the first, were you a Mr. Show fan? No, no, I, okay. I've, I've not seen. It. Was that's, this the first thing you saw, uh, Bob Odenkirk in like well I, I let me phrase something that. where he's like somebody that I'm focusing on right he yes. is a focus that you're looking at like you know uh, this is my first large exposure to Bob Odenkirk okay yeah, yeah I mine probably too. saw him in things but like I wouldn't be like oh there's Bob Odenkirk right yeah hundred percent so like that I, yeah definitely for me this was and then you learn that he was a writer on SNL and he wrote. You know, a lot of Chris Farley stuff. And mm-hmm. he wrote, did he write for The Simpsons? I don't know. He's like, he knows Conan O'Brien. He's he's like comedy adjacent. I'm not even comedy. I believe he he, is con- if he didn't live with Conan at some point, he is They're good friends. friends yeah. with somebody that did. Uh, I want to say that Conan's like roommate from college that they moved to LA or New York together. One, mm-hmm. I think it was probably New York, uh, like was good friends with Bob Odenkirk. And yeah. so that's how they got connected. Okay. So yeah, like he's 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 one of my favorite kind of people, the the comedy writer. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like Cohen O'Brien. That's why I'm always gonna be a Cohen O'Brien fan because he is a writer. He's right. a comedy writer. That's that's his whole deal. And um I think Conan's awesome. Uh so yeah, like he he's in that. He did Mr. Show, which I've only seen a little bit of. And he just seems like a you know, a good dude, and then yeah, it's um then Better Call Saul was, which is an amazing. It, it has no right to be a, as good as it is. No, you know, no. Like no, I said, like I mean, that, it could have been yeah. a very. Th- I mean, they could have kept mostly the same storyline with him throughout. Uh, you know, minus a few Odin Kirk specialties, mm-hmm. but they could have kept mostly the same, uh, same character throughout, and it just it did not have to be as good and as important as Saul ends up being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great character. He's awesome, and uh, so it start the the whole uh, show. This whole episode starts out with uh, Badger sniffing out and then falling for Hurley's right. best friend's trick. Yes, <laughs> he, I mean he even calls out the specific. He calls. Vans. I know that's that's awesome. Yeah, he so calls amazing the when they pull up on him. Like it's like I don't know what he was thinking. <sighs> he fell for the oldest trick in the book. He just old, wanted a friend. Old DJ Qualls was just like, hey, uh, if, if you ask me and I'm an undercover cop, I have yeah. to tell you, right? I think this is where I learned that that is not real. That is not true. I pretty much always would have assumed if somebody told me that, like, that's not true. Have you ever watched right. 
in, in NYPD Blue, they're lying all the time. All the time, yeah. All the That's time. That's not true. Co- cops are always lying. Always know that. They are always lying. <laughs> well, they certainly were to Badger, as he, uh, he's the first uh, arrested casualty of the Walter right. White gang. Right. And uh, so Walter poses as Badger's uncle as they're considering hiring Saul as their criminal lawyer. And Jesse tells <laughs> Jesse tells Walter, if you want a criminal, if you if you need a criminal lawyer, you want a criminal lawyer, which is uh, some fun semantics. And Walter goes in posing as Badger's uncle. And he's just trying to get the information of what he does look like. D.B. Cooper. With he the does. Sunglasses he does like I don't D- know why. Like, and and uh, I think I wrote a note here. On this, sorry, I keep snotting. You think you wrote a note, or you definitely? Wrote I did a note? write a note. Okay. I definitely did write a note. Okay, I wrote. Um, you told I me I you definitely. It. You said you definitely wrote it. I, I think I'm getting kind of tired of because Walt does it like. Walt kind of like, yeah, Jesse, you go in there because I can't be seen in there. It was like, yeah. dude, he's pretending he's not a criminal. It's like, dude, yeah. at this point, he doesn't you're want a criminal. Th- yeah, he doesn't want to think of himself as as a criminal. What he really yeah. wants is to be the. Uh, he doesn't want to be the face of the or. He thinks he doesn't want to be the face of the right. organization. Right. Even though he, he does. really, really does. He really, right. He really does. Yeah. He really does. And uh, so he goes in and he. He gets the lowdown from from Saul that Saul is definitely going to advise Badger to flip now that the DEA is involved and they have a, they have a main character that they're after, this Heisenberg. Walt can't have that, obviously, so he offers him a little bribe to which um, he is refused. And I can't remember what's the exact word. By moral principle yeah, or something. Morally, yeah. ob- morally ob- objected or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so... Walt and Jesse have to come up with uh, with a new plan. I love the ski mask they have. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And right before, uh, right or right after, Saul says some very very uncouth things to his his receptionist. But that's fine. It's it's a different time. It's Which different yeah, time. that's that's I want to I wanted to see how that kind of devolved from how it is in the show to he that. didn't he didn't binicky her so that's good he didn't just pinch her ass on the way out he was just sort of uh hey let me make sure you get home safe and, you know he just cared you know he cared yeah it is ironic that he's trying to get somebody home safe and gets kidnapped not three minutes later though that yeah. is kind of fun and so they go out to the out to the desert and they're threatening to well they're softly threatening to kill him if he doesn't uh he doesn't comply with their Well they wishes. have a grave dug. They do have a they did go through the uh the, the motions of digging the grave. Mhm. What do you think either of them ever were going like that that's what they thought the final the final thing was going to no, be. No, I, I they were never intending to kill him, but no, like I they were so. thought like this will be this will scare him. This, this will make him scary. think this is serious. And after he Like f- yeah, that's yeah, they were never intending to kill him. Yeah, and if after he finds out that they're not cartel It took Walt 3 episodes to kill the one guy he had to kill. That's fair. You know. That's fair. And Walt of course blows their whole cover anyway because he rec- Saul recognizes his little mm-hmm. cough. And then we have one of the f- I don't know why I love him asking them to put a dollar in his pocket, but I do. It's awesome. Because it's a fun little, like, it's just a fun detail. Like, and it's uh, something that that guy would do. Like, he yeah. wa- like he ha- he he's a criminal, and he's very uh, under the table, and he's, you know, he he's not exactly on the up and up. 
but he does want things to be official. So put, no. the, put yeah. a dollar in my pocket, and now you're you are now legally represented by Saul Goodman. It's like mail yourself something, and it's copywritten. Exactly. Know? Yeah. 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 He's got those little uh, little workarounds. Yeah, and I, I liked his comment that uh, about he just telling them that, that the the bribe they offered was a little bit of a lowball offer, to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, but he has a solution for them because they do not want to shiv Brandon Mayhew with the Badger. Uh, obviously, neither of them want to go to prison, and he presents the option of Jimmy in and out. And I think the show, I think not an issue, but uh, kind of an oddity of the show is I think. Walt and his family and Jesse and that kind of those first characters are kind of like very serious. And then you get like these real kooky secondary characters, Mm -hmm. like real, like something out of like, my name is Earl or something (laughs) almost like these, like kind of weird oddball characters. And it kind of, they all kind of come from, I guess, uh, Saul in a way. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has the weirdos. And like, I mean, I don't know how realistic the concept of a Jimmy in and out is. I don't know. And he, That's... like, they ask, they even ask him about, like, why is he, like, he likes prison? Okay. And he, and Saul even says, like, he's turning a profit. I'm like, what does that really mean? Yeah, I don't really prison? know. Uh, so it, I do like, I do like his uh, delivery of, he likes it there. He likes it there. It's fine. <laughs> he's, it's why I get. It's a real fun delivery. He, he gets had. like seven, fifty of the eighty or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, how does he even spend that money? Who uh, Saul? No, Jimmy. The, the guy. Yeah, the, yeah that's my arrested. point. Is like if he's in prison, like what's he? Like I understand he's turning a pro. Does he have? He doesn't have a family. I don't suppose. I doubt it. In prison for forty years, for the most part. I I don't know what he. I guess just because there's money to be made, and you must make money. That's, I mean, that's got to be the If you like something and you want to be there anyway, well, and somebody's going to pay you 30 G's to do it, why not take the 30 G's, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you can't do much with it. I don't know. Now, why can they just kill Badger? Uh, what because was the reasoning? Jesse likes Badger. He's friends with Badger. Just don't want to kill though, him. Even though Badger, that's, I think we had left Badger at one point shooting arrows at Jesse. He might be the biggest fuck up of, though he's not, he's not the one who gets killed. No, so. he's, he's not the one that gets killed. He is not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so Badger, the, the deal is, is Badger gives up Heisenberg slash Jimmy, and there's going to be a meetup at this bench. Hurley's friend is there. Everybody's there. Hank's there. Uh, Gomi's there. We're he's all also the guy from Road Trip. He is also the guy. His name is DJ Qualls. He yes. has a real name. And I actually, uh, I enjoy his work quite a bit. He's, he's in a, like a lot of things. Yeah, he's a good. Very good, recognizable. Good character actor. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was in the, uh, I feel like he was in Bubble Boy. He was, he, he was in the Gyllenhaal. Nazi movie. He, that sounds like a thing he would be in. He Doesn't was in it? the Nazi show. It does sound like a thing he would be in. He's, he seems like he was in a lot of those like. Dick comedies from yeah. the nineties, yeah, or early two thousands. You know, yeah, for sure, he was the uh, the weird friend in a lot of those. Yeah, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. I'm sure. So they 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 show up at the at the at the drop, and some random guy who is a bald white guy or lightish guy who could pot. If you've never seen Jimmy In and Out, maybe you could mix them up. Plus. Brandon probably hasn't been given a great description of what Jimmy in and out's going to look like. 
So he's a little confused, and luckily he doesn't give him the drugs. But something's got to be done about this. We've got to get we've got to get Badger on the right bench here. And Walter goes in full on. I don't even know what to call it. He just he go he's a man possessed. It was a last last like last resort kind of deal. Boy was it ever as he pulls up in front of the cop car yeah. blocking the view so that Jesse can walk by and tell Badger that he's on the wrong bench. It's and- like how does how does Hank not suspect anything? Well, I think you know it, it is his perception of what Walt is and I would have yes. loved to have known uh, which in episode ten, there's a there's a scene with Walt and Hank, uh, and a little tequila standoff. But we'll we'll mm-hmm. get to that next week. But it, I would love to, if that incident had happened before this, because mm-hmm. I don't think that I just don't think Hank has any inkling at all that Walt would ever be involved in something like this, and. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why. And he's been on a, like a ride along. So he already kind of seems like he might be like just a looky loo. So mm-hmm. if he does see Hank and he might pull up and try and start a little conversation with him, but it was just wonderful, <laughs> wonderful acting on Walter's uh, Walter's yeah. part, just acting dumb and unaware of his surroundings. Cause I mean, we also have him talking to Walt in the bed yeah, you know, uh, he's trying to give um, Hank a pep talk, which was a weird pep talk. Like, I don't know if that would be the pep talk I'd give Hank. No. Um, but got him out of the house. He kind of like was like, "Hey, I what if I do know what you're going through?" And right. Just he just says a lot of weird things that he would just wants make me so suspicious. Badly for them to know, he wants he does help. He yes. wants people to know that what he is. Right. But, you know. Or at least like. They, he wants him to know that he's a badass. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, oh, we already talked about the Jesse and Jane thing at the end. Uh, so Saul finds Walter at the school. And it apparently uh, didn't take his PI super long to find Walter. And that's a little perturbing. Uh, but this is also where Saul... And th- that, too, is... It's just How part does, of Walt just yeah. not. I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing, which is why everything but, but, is but, such a disaster. But like Hank can't figure it out. But Saul, since two seconds, well, with I mean, PI, Saul has a a face and a and a. I guess so. Yeah, somebody that's right. something to go off of too. Right, right. Uh, but it it doesn't take him very long, and this is how Saul weasels his way into uh, into the business. Even though he just took a pretty sizable chunk of money from them, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, "How about a nice, small, silent partner?" And you get legal uh, legal advice. And that honestly sounds like a pretty good deal. They could use some advice because they're not doing very good. They could uh, get some extra help. They could. That's absolutely. when we get uh, you know. Mike the Cleaner coming up soon. Yes, Ermintrout soon. Very Ermintrout, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That this this I love this episode. Obviously, it's super important. Just the intro of Saul, but the yeah, t- the tentacles that come from the intro with Saul. That's how you get hooked up with. And just knowing now, after seeing the show, it's it's cool to see you know Saul again, and just you know, yeah, yeah. And this is also sort of. Uh, Walt's first real run-in with Hank and the DEA. Like, this is the first time that he's, like, 
had to do something about the DEA personally. Sure. Yeah, I think so. Because he didn't really do anything when it was um, to go to the shootout. No, and he's, I mean, and, and we just talked about him sort of kind of telling Hank, like, hey, I know what you're going through because I. Yeah, buddy. I got some things going on for myself. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. All right, so episode nine. And I think Hank now is officially not in El Paso. Yeah, no, huh? he he was back home, and he definitely he was skeptical about Jimmy in and out too. He didn't he didn't feel he felt like that went down a little too. Yeah, easy. so why what happens when they find out that this isn't your guy? It's not not that guy, pal. Not your guy, pal. Not your pal. No. Uh, I don't. Does Jimmy get out then? Once uh, once like they so like when at the very end of the of the show. Uh, well, I mean, when there's more blue meth, they know that this is the guy. To, yeah. But don't they, I guess we'll get a little bit, I, I know that with uh, Gus's distribution, it's not just going to Albuquerque anymore. Right. So maybe that's part of helping keep the cover too. Because like, you would just think that it would be, you would learn very quickly that he's not the guy right. making when, this meth. When the blue meth continues to be yeah. produced and, and sold and profited right. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all part of the charm of television, right? Right. <laughs> easy easy, but easy Badger, solutions. I guess, would Badger still be off the hook? I think Badger would go more to prison, because that means he lied. He lied? Right? Yeah. Is that perjury under yeah. something? Probably. I don't know. I've never been arrested, Trey. What the hell is going on with the show? Inconsistencies. Well, everything's falling apart. Everything's falling apart. So, the uh, episode nine, four days out. Uh, directed by a former X-Files director. Thought you might oh. like to know that. You might like to know that a little bit. Uh, this is, uh, so this is, uh, Walter kind of, kind of feeling like he's at the end of his rope. He's at the doctor and he's getting the scan and it, uh, he, he sees a, a big giant lump still on his lung and he just kind of assumes I must not have a lot of time left. I did like Marie saying that she's. She doesn't. She can do a job better than a doctor can. Dude, it's so weird that the whole family is at his scans and like. Oh yeah. Progress announcements. Like, what if at the end of the episode they were like, "Yep, you got about two weeks left." Does the whole family just kind of put a hand on it on on Walt and yeah, just comfort him? It's so weird, and it, it, Hank's thinking the same thing in that waiting room at the beginning. Like, why in the fuck are we here we do not we should not be here Mm -hmm. i get more maybe i don't know i've never had cancer either maybe i would want the moral support but i mean my my mom's side of the family is a bit like that where they you know i think at least the people that live in ohio Mm -hmm. would do that like because they are very they are very close knit Mm -hmm. um luckily i don't live up there um (laughs) And we've talked about already that this is an extraordinarily close-knit family. I mean, it's just Skylar and her sister, and then their husbands, really, when you right. think about it, you know. Walt so, Jr. So, I mean, and Walt Jr. But, like, it, it, it doesn't really have anything to do with Walt. It has to do with Skylar and her sister. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to the uh, 
his apparent rapid and, deterioration. And I think Hank is a good husband. It seems like yeah. he's a good husband. He's, he's there because his wife. His, yeah, yeah. He's there because his wife wants you know. him to be there. He, yeah, he's, he's not. He's definitely not there on his own volition. No. No. He'd rather be making more Schrader beer. Yes, you know? absolutely. He would rather be doing almost anything else. Yeah, yeah. Almost anything else. He's he's oddly the best guy on this show. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, sans Jesse, maybe. If you, but... uh, if you needed any more confirmation that uh, Hank and... Uh, Jesus, I just... Hank and Jesse might do... Actually, probably not. No, never mind. I thought the they Hank could hang Sp- out, but I no. I think they're definite polar opposites. Yeah, no. Uh, Hank seems like he just has no room for any kind of drugs. And if you, you think know? they're... This, I feel like this scene cements, if you need any, any more, that Hank's house is a non-masked house. And yeah. Definitely so I think, a Trump I house. Think Hank, I think Hank wouldn't care. But I no. think Marie would definitely bully him into not wearing yes, one. Yes, Marie is uh, is leading the charge on that right. for sure. Yeah, uh, she is the Karen of this show, and it's there is she no is. doubt about it. There is no doubt yes. about it. Well, due to uh, due to uh, Walt's apparent rapid deterioration, he decides that we need to cook through cook through this uh, this rough time Th- this is kind of like the smoke lot where he says he's going to go to a smoke lot yeah and no this is that time in the season yet. where he needs to take a, a little vacation Jesse, from the family we got to cook we got to cook uh, you know they just had a pretty big a big expense too so they probably want to make things even out and he t- uh, walt tells skylar he's going to go see his mom and uh, he he that seems like an easy phone call, but I guess they kind of made it seem like. And they've talked about that there are some strains with Walt's mother before, so they're not exactly. They never on, really get into his family. Ever, they don't really. get into it much, but they did yeah. mention in season one that 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 mom and mom and Walt aren't exactly on the same page. Huh. Uh, and then to convince Jesse to ditch on his little art date with uh, he's with, total cock blocked him, totally yeah, cock blocked, pretty bad, pretty bad. And he tells him the methylamine is going to expire, which I know we uh, come to discover later that that is not a thing. Methylamine right. is not going to expire, in fact. I like the airport drop-off and pickup service Walt's got going. Dude, he could have waited a little longer. You right, like he pulls up right Dude. like two seconds after she drives away. What if she actually has to turn around or something? What if she just wait. looks in the rearview mirror? Right. Yes, like, dude, that is a that is. I, I guess you can't have Walt sitting in the airport for it. it wouldn't look as cool if Walt's sitting in the airport for for an hour and then just this comes. move would have gone a lot better pre nine eleven when you could go under the term, terminal. Yeah, because he could go get like a little go get go to Dunkies or right. get, a, get a Cinnabon or something. But no, yeah. he, he could. He didn't even go inside. He stayed outside, mm-hmm. waited five seconds, and then hopped in a. Very shitty RV that would have been yes. very, very weird if she had seen that. But she didn't. Uh, they arrive in the desert. I mean, I think it's all cinematic effect, but yeah. but it doesn't make sense. I no. wrote that down as a note. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's maybe a little quick transition there. Yeah. So they drive all the way out into the desert, and Walt tells, uh, tells Jesse, please... Put the keys somewhere that we're gonna be able to find them. And Jesse, being a genius, this is Jesse's bad. Yeah, no, this is this is on Jesse for sure. He puts mm-hmm. the keys in the ignition. Uh, after a few days, Walter estimates they've cooked about one point two million dollars, uh, but they're out of gas. 
it's it's been a couple days. They're tired, and Jesse, you know, he he's Walt wants wants to go back in town, get gas, continue cooking. Jesse's like, let's go to Denny's, let's get a hotel room, and take the night off, and have a time. Walter actually caves to that. Didn't expect, didn't really expect him to just roll over on that one so fast. But who doesn't? Wayne's love him? happy now. Like this is like the one. This is like an abusive relationship, right? Yeah. You have one happy moment and it goes away. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's who, the abuse again. Who doesn't love a grand slam? You know? No, everyone loves a grand slam, right? Everyone. I mean, it's definitely an, it's definitely a horrible abusive relationship that they're in, and uh, Jesse absolutely. gets the brunt of the shit. Oh, for sure. He just gets I mean, berated. He, now, this particular situation, like you said, very it's much bad, Jesse's fault. And Walt didn't need to freaking lay into him, you know? Okay, if you were in the middle of the desert and uh, the person you're with left the keys in the ignition of your vehicle for three days and the battery dies, and then while trying to siphon gas, he also sort of blows up the generator. And right. It. And then uh, to put out the fire, he pours out your only source of water. It's a bad move. A few bad moves. A few, few rough moves in a row. And uh, we are in a bad situation. I, I, I think his reactions were appropriate with those. I think his reaction to when the car didn't start was a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're probably right. He could have been a little calmer. He could have you know? chilled out. But, you know, situation. Right. Uh, so Jesse wants to use Walt's cell phone to call Skinny Pete to let him know where they are. Walt's a they little need bit. Of, some more reliable friends. He needs you know? some more reliable. Probably Skinny but, Pete won't let him crash in his house. No. Doesn't know how to get places. Skinny Pete is I a mean, bad friend. Well, I think Pete becomes a good friend. He does because eventually. El Camino kind of did the whole thing where yeah. he was a very good friend. That's true. But at first, he is a bad friend. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? I mean, he was by Jesse when he got like to the end of his life i don't know maybe he had some shit going on that day we don't know <laughs> you know maybe pete was anything. uh maybe pete know. was having a tough day he was having a t- uh, tough uh, tough time I, I, chasing I would down totally the... let a friend uh, stay at my place that, yeah that annoyed me you know like yeah I totally have if someone needs to crash my couch yeah sure and jesse's such a good dude he still offered him a job yes yeah it's bullshit. Jesse well, needs better friends. Yeah, they do end up uh, using Walt's phone, <clears throat> but they're not really sure if, uh, if Pete could understand how to get where they were. You know, since it was a lot of confusing directions. Nowhere. Yeah. And uh, oh, I skipped my. I just lost my spot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. So they're not sure if uh, if Skinny Pete actually got these directions. So they they give him a call back. They confirm he definitely does not know where they are. And just as they confirm that, the phone dies. So now they're really mm-hmm. screwed. So it's on uh, It's on the nighttime, so at least it's not super hot. And uh, Walt figures out, finds something to do during this time. And Jesse wakes up to Walt hand-cranking the generator. Which is, that really seems like last-ditch effort. Uh, uh, I have, we're going to die. If I don't hand crank this generator, it does actually kind of work for a second though, which was, which was, that made him feel good. A nice little, nice little shot in the arm, but it doesn't work very good. And I think even the, does the generator even kind of puff up here a little bit too? It works for a little bit. Yeah, but it and doesn't. And then it doesn't. And then it doesn't. Tensions with Jesse. And Walt, Walt 
thinking he's dying is getting worse, like with coughing and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's he's really down in the dumps. He's getting depressed. He's got heat exhaustion. He's because he his... saw a thing that wasn't even cancer, right? Tissue. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but the tensions with Jesse are starting to get pretty high. And then Jesse finally just he's he's like, I gotta snap this dude out of it. And he quit with your loser bullshit, man. You need, and he pleads, he pleads with him to science the shit out of this. Get a, get a robot, and he starts uh, channeling Todd from yeah. uh, BoJack Horseman, and has some crazy ideas of what to do. Which probably they would have done that in that show, build a robot. Yeah, but no, this they isn't, definitely would. This isn't as spectacular. They no. decide to make a bat. I did like his build a robot. Build a <laughs> that robot? was a good delivery. <laughs> Uh, but they decided to build a, the crazy battery. And I do like their reaction when it works. It's not, they're not cheering. They're just like, real, like, just, oh God, get us out of here. You yeah, know, we have to, it's not even relief at that point. No, it's just, just like, it's, um, it's, it's amazement that they are not going to die. Right. It's, I, it's such a good reaction to that scenario where they're like, at first you're like, wait a minute, did it even start? Oh, it started. They're just, they're uh, done. Yeah, just super, super done. Right. So they go, they drive, they they get out of there, they drive. And Walt kind of has a moment where he's kind of regretting all the lies he's told. Yeah, I mean, I think the over the last few days that they've been in this predicament, he's getting more and more depressed. A lot of a lot due to the way he's uh, handled things over this mm-hmm. time. But he, I, you know, for a guy that. I don't think he wants to die, but he does see that as his way out and like the well, reason why he can act with act with impunity with a lot of in a lot of situations. Well, I uh, that comes, I mean, the very end of the episode when he realizes that he's not going to die now or at least not any time, not soon. Where now he's he getting has better. to poke hope the decisions that he's made. Right. This is and he put. He punches the uh, the little uh, towel rag, right? Because he's like, "Fuck, fuck." And now, I mean, uh, that's been that, that that's he's always had other options. Like, mm-hmm. there's always been other options on the table. You know, from yeah. uh, from his friends last season, paying, wanting to pay for his his uh, his medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always been other options. It did not have to go the way that it went, but he, he has built this up in his head that he was forced into this, but that's just not the way he's always had, always had options, had, had options. And he's always had the proclivity to do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And all the cancer did was give him license to give into that. Right. To act on some of these things. And now yeah, he has to kind of cope with, hey, it's just on me now. Well, and, you know, for a while. It's just yeah. on me. I, I mean, he copes with it for, we'll talk about it next week, but I mean, he copes with it for about half an episode before he decides. I mean, he quit. He tells Jesse he's going to quit, but it, it takes until the end of the next episode where he is, he ain't quitting. He can't mm. quit. He can't quit. No. He got a taste for the life he's always wanted to live. And uh, yeah. he can't go back now. I mean, again, like you said, he had so many opportunities to change and take the money and do the, you know, everyone's offered to help. And yeah, he won't. He can't. He, you know, no. he's, uh, he's made his bed and he likes the, 
the California king he's laying in right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I did write. It seems like they're just kind of reminding you over and over again that, like, because, uh, you know, Marie and, and Hank are like, yeah, we can help you out if you need mm-hmm. to. And it's always you get beat over the head with that. People saying, yeah, we can help if you need it. Yeah, no, if you need it. Walter's ego uh, never was going to allow anybody to help him. And that, you know, that comes in a lot of different forms in his, the backstory that we're given, like his ego definitely had a lot to do with him leaving or sort of he had a lot to do with him leaving grayscale that he didn't win the girl. He wasn't getting mm-hmm. the notoriety. And now he, now, now after that, it's, he has somebody to blame for his entire life. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, poor, poor Walt, poor Walt, poor Walt. Well, good show. Yeah. That last one is, that last one is uh, one of my favorites. It's, uh, it uh, looks so good on my TV. Too. Yeah. It was beautiful. Like they're just the, the scenery and all that, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, look great on my TV. I think you need to uh, invite your neighbor over. I'll invite, you know what? You should come over and watch the next few episodes. How about that? Uh, you, like I said, you live a long way away from me. That is know. true. Yeah. I don't know that I can come over and just watch like 90 minutes of Breaking Bad. Well, I mean, it'd be longer than 90 minutes. It'd be three episodes. Can we or have two episodes? Can, can we eat pizza? Yeah, totally, man. Get okay. pe- no, we're, we have to do RC Cola and pretzels. <laughs> okay you yeah. can try to make me breakfast like uh like jesse tries to make yeah. uh, jane breakfast in the next episode yeah oh i need to see that yeah yeah it's so tragic because they, they're such a good couple they have great chemistry and you just mm-hmm. know how it's gonna end you know <laughs> damn that's the worst thing walt did mm-hmm. is it did, did yeah he yeah i know todd died? killed he todd killed yeah, he did. He did. He did poison a kid. I don't think the kid died, though, did he? No, he didn't die. The kid no, didn't and, die. And Todd killed the kid in the desert. Right. Tangentially, that might be uh, that. That might be the worst thing that he directly does. Is trying yes. to rice in that child. Yeah, I think that's probably the worst thing. But th- this is—I don't even know. Because he doesn't kill Jane. He just doesn't save her. That's just. That's just as bad. You think so? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. Well, that's another another Even though uh, even though Matt Birmingham probably is annoyed, uh Batman doesn't think so in uh in Batman Begins because he lets Ra's al Ghul die. That's true. He doesn't save him and even though that's against the Batman code, Matt was pissed. <laughs> well, Matt, I'm sorry that you're pissed about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. Yep. Good stuff, Travis. Good stuff. We'll be back next Tra- week with uh, what episodes we're doing next week? Uh, 10 and 11. You want to do two next week? Sure. We'll do two. Let's do 10 and 11. Those are the introduction to Saul. Or not Saul. The introduction to Gus. All right. Wow. It's very close to Saul. It is hmm. very close to Saul. Big. Like, you this think is, like these things are like so spread out, but they're really not. They're not. Especially... Th- this season two is kind of stacking up. If not the best, it might be the most important season of the show. Yeah, I mean every season. Yeah, I mean yeah, it it, it, it the, um the establishes like these effects. big characters. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I mean the uh, obviously Saul is a big player throughout, but just Gus and the weight that that character 
uh, carried affects how Walt conducts his business throughout the mm-hmm. entirety of the show. Right. So Kill, killed them all, all right. too soon. Next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.